You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Review of the week. This review is by Dream Dust and it's called Organize with Carly. Lively, experienced, and enthusiastic home organizer Carly from Tidy Revival brings her special brand of coaching, know-how, and curiosity to this podcast. Whether conversations with guests or sharing tried and true techniques, Carly shines a light on the professional organizer world with a generous dose of humor, heart, and vitality. Thank you so much, Dream Dust, for your review. I really appreciate it. And if you would like to help us out with the podcast so we can reach more people, feel free to rate and review wherever you are listening to our podcast. Hey there, friend. I am so excited to bring you a conversation with Amelia Trumbull. She is the co-founder of Retold Recycling, and they are our preferred vendor for all things textile recycling. I'm thrilled to be able to sit down and talk with her, the company, how it came to be, their recent appearance on Shark Tank, and so much more. So let's just go ahead and dive on in. Thank you so much, Amelia, for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you're here and promised myself to try and not be a super creepy fangirl. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the preferred vendor for all the things that we do in my business for textile recycling. And I feel like it's just one of those industries that not a lot of people know a ton about. And so I'm really excited to have you here and to give us the information and kind of the inside scoop. Yeah, happy to chat through it all. Thank you so much again for inviting me. Anytime. Okay, so for someone who hasn't learned about the magic of retold recycling, can you tell us who you are and what you do in the world? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Amelia Trumbull. I'm one of the founders of Retold and I'm the CEO of the company now. And Retold was really born out of creating a solution for unwanted textiles in your home. And a few of us had gotten together and decided that we wanted to start a business. And what really underpinned that desire was to do something better for the world. So we weren't sure, was it going to be a charitable thing? Was it going to be something for animals or whatever the case may be? But we landed on the environment really born out of a pain point that I was having, which is being able to declutter my home and my closets in a sustainable way. And then powwowing with my other co-founders, we all realized we had the same but similar pain points in our lives. Noelle, who's one of our founding partners, she had kids and she was always like, how do you do with all the hand-me-downs and the stained kids' clothes that you can't get rid of? And also Alan had just moved and he was like, well, I had all of these sheets and everything that I was like braiding across the country. Like I could have really given them a good home or things that I didn't really want to keep. Like, what do I do with? And all of that came together to really form the nucleus of the idea for Retold, which when we launched it was the basis of it was really a bag-based program that, you know, exists in your home. So you can order our bag products online from retailrecycling.com and they show up in your house with 
Uh, it's a it's about a pillowcase size yellow bag, bright yellow, can't miss it. And it comes with a prepaid label, a mailing label that's on the side. So basically you can declutter your home of all of your unwanted clothing and textiles. So yes, like your old dog bed, the janky towel that you've used at the gym every day for the last year, whatever it is, solo socks, et cetera. And so you can throw all of that in your retail bag and seal it up, drop it in the post and it'll come back to us. And through our workflow with our recycling partners, our aim is that absolutely nothing will go to landfill. So that's really how retail was born. I love it so much. And it's so helpful because there are a bunch of those items that come up all the time in linen closets. To your point, the old towels. I once did a I once did a linen closet with somebody where they had a really good system of taking the new towels and making them the old towels. And then the old mm-hmm. towels became the oh, rags. That's smart. Mm-hmm. But it was once they got to the rag stage, then it was like, and what now? And we had to really figure out because they were running out of space. But when we dug into it, we realized it was because they had like 80 rags and yeah. they needed 10 maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> it's exactly. kind of, what do we do with the things that have, lo- we've gotten the life out of them. We've used them as much as we can and it's time for them to go. But when you have that hesitation to put it in the trash, because you don't want to go to go into the landfill. I love that gap that you guys fill. Yeah, thank you. And I think that's a perfect example of where someone has had a bit of an aha moment in their home, as Oprah would say, aha moment, where they're like, I'm trying to do the right thing. But then after I've done that for a while, now what do I do with it? Or I'm trying to do the right thing, but it's actually kind of hindering me in a way because it's like cluttering up my home in another way. And I find that a lot with my daughter's clothes, actually, where I'm like, I'll hold on to them, hand-me-downs, whatever the case may be. But actually, then I have like four tubs of hand-me-downs and I'm like, well, my friends aren't having kids at that faster rate. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm sure I can, you know, find a way of getting these out of my home and being comfortable with that. So I think really, you know, one of the main things that we're focused on at Retold is really, you know, getting people to share that aha moment or the nucleus of where they realized that they needed a recycling service in their home and spreading the word about that because really there's a lot of people out there who just haven't had that click in their brain yet that they need something like this. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people out there who unfortunately are still throwing their old underpants in the trash all those single socks, all the rags, as you mentioned. And we have a really super easy and convenient way to be very sustainable in your home and not, you know, pile up on landfill. So that's what we're all about. Yeah. And to your point, it is so easy that, I mean, and just so you guys know, this isn't a paid plug. This is just how <laughs> I feel about Retold to the point where I'm <laughs> stalking their co-founders, but not a paid plug. I love Retold so much that we started with the subscription model and you can get subscriptions in a lot of different sizes. So it's pretty customizable to your needs. You can get them sent to your house on a quarterly basis. There's like all these different options. That's right. We've moved away from that because we use it so often that it just makes sense for us to buy in bulk. Just Mm -hmm. the biggest bulk that you offer, (laughs) we will get it and then we will keep reordering pretty soon. Because once we are turning on our clients to it, we're using it very, very frequently. And 
we have it set up. So if we're doing an in-home session with a client, then we will take those items away and essentially just kind of bill them back for the price that we pay for Mm -hmm. the service. Mm -hmm. Right. But it works out really well. It's very convenient for folks. It's one last thing for them to think about. And then if they do want to set it up for their home in the future, it's very easy. And um, it's a very like, it's like a crock pot. You set it and you can forget it, but it comes when you need it. So you yeah, have it on hand. exactly, exactly. And, you know, that convenience factor was a really big part of us setting up retold because, you know, as I mentioned, you know, I'd been, you know, having this pain point about decluttering, decluttering my place, which is how the idea was born. And I was, you know, Ubering bags of things to charity stores. I was, you know, trying to schlep parcels down to sell them, you know, and having to like FedEx them and whatever the case may be. Like, I just frankly don't have time for that, nor the energy, even though I was trying to do the right thing. So the fact that you can like get everything sent to your home or have a, you know, a magic angel like yourself, like arrive and bring them with you. Yeah. To have it all in your home and to have that conveniently there ready when you need it was really what, you know, one of the core problems that we were trying to. And we also really love the idea of like, like you said, you can order in bulk, you can get our 10 pack if you really want to get after a deep clean in your house. And then if you don't use all of the bags, it's so easy to just have one sitting in your closet or your laundry room, or, you know, I have like a little closet where my washing machine lives in my apartment and I just have a bag tucked in there. So when I find something random and I, or I realize I've, you know, I never got a stain out. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with that now. I like, I can't possibly stain removed one more time. Mm-hmm. I just pop it in the retail bag. So it's just super easy to have around the house. And then you can use it whenever suits you and then pop it in the post once it's full. Yeah. We have them just to give people ideas for where it can be in your home. Love the idea of it being in the laundry room, especially for those socks that like just the match is gone. The yeah. dryer ate it. It left. It's on a pilgrimage. It's gone forever. We have to just like emotionally let I love it go. that. I'm, I'm going to use that one. Yeah. <laughs> so say you have a bin in your laundry area for just the things where you pulled them out of the washer. Or, you know, you just realize that this has the life, the lifespan is done. You can pop it into a bin. Bonus points if it's a clear bin. Keep your retold bag in there. And then when the bin is filled up, then you're like, okay, boom, just pop it all in the bag and then send it off. That's essentially how we do it here. But we have a couple bins because it ends up being more. And then we just do it all at once. Love that. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. So I want to congratulate you on your recent Shark Tank appearance. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's been a bit of a wild few weeks. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? If folks missed the episode, can you tell us, you know, how it was to be on the show and the end result of it, which I know. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so we we filmed an episode of Shark Tank last year, actually, and it just aired back in February. So if you want to search for it, it's episode 14 of season 14, easy to remember. And if you have Hulu, you can get it on Hulu 
Or if you actually jump on retoldrecycling.com, we've got links to where you can watch clips from YouTube as well. But yeah, we, you know, obviously like we were very open to the process and you never know like right up until the 11th hour, whether you're going to get through for filming or whether your episode's going to air. And honestly, I feel like we've just been so lucky throughout the whole process. Like we were assigned the most amazing production team to work with who shepherded us through like all of the preparation you know, scripting our pitch, getting us ready for actually going into the tank. And then obviously, you know, being in the tank was very scary and probably 30 minutes of my life that I don't really want to redo. But we had an amazing outcome because right at the end of, you know, our experience there, the amazing Mark Cuban offered us a deal, which after I tried to negotiate slightly, which was probably dumb on my part, we ended up accepting. So now we're working with Mark and his team and they've just been absolutely amazing so far and super supportive. So really, you know, that's all kind of converged with airing uh, in February and it's just been a wild ride. Like we're just so stoked that the word is out there about retold in such a grand way now. And yes, we have so many people coming onto our site to buy the bags, which we love, but also just the sheer number of companies that have approached us to say, you know, hey, how can we work in together? Can I sell your bags for you? We want to help you with your mission. And just the general good vibes, like can't be beat. (laughs) So I think we're actually very, very lucky with our experience. And, you know, hopefully it's just a springboard for us to take retail to a whole nother level. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. And I know that you know that I was already following you guys on Instagram, saw that, saw the email come through. I'm on your list. Like, so I was just absolutely thrilled because it really is. This is the next, the next stage for you guys. I'm so happy. Yeah. Thank you. I think one of the amazing takeaways, honestly, is that how supportive all of the back of house production teams were of a sustainable business And then obviously once we got in the tank, how positive all of the sharks were, whether they wanted to invest or not. And, you know, I won't hold that against them, the ones that turned us down, but they all totally understood our mission and really believed in what we were trying to do. But Mark was the one who really connected the dots around like how, you know, loved our mission, but could see the commercial future for us. You know, he's a billionaire for a reason. (laughs) He's clearly a really smart guy. So he just picked up on it and you know, honestly, a lot of the ideas that he was riffing on in the tank, which are not shown in the episode, are things that we've always wanted to do. So there was just, you know, such a seamless synergy between his ideas and ours. And it totally just made sense. So very, very excited to have like such a big platform for our sustainable business, which is super exciting. Amazing. Amazing. I wanted to uh, shift gears a little bit and to talk about kind of the journey that the actual textiles take? Because I think that's something that, again, a lot of people might not know about or know is an option, but I think that it's endlessly interesting because it's not just, a, it's. I know it's not just a seamless route, like goes to retold, then goes to another place. There's a lot of different paths that things, items can take. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that journey, about the, where the textiles go and who they help? Yeah, for sure. So Honestly, it depends where you are when you're sending your bag in because now we've expanded and we actually have hubs across the country. 
So your bag will leave your home and we work with a slow freight, sorry, slow freight provider and they basically take your bag on established with USPS. So that was very important to us that we didn't really want to be adding additional mail routes or running our own trucks or anything like that to add carbon emissions. So we piggyback off existing routes and then they go to one of our sorting facilities with our recycling partner. So at whatever hub is closest to you, the items are sorted. So your bags are ripped open, they're sorted. And anything that can be resold gets moved into, you know, one area effectively. And then that's moved on to thrift stores. So our recycling partner has their own network of thrift stores and, you know, they immediately clear those items. Anything that cannot be resold is then, it sort of then goes into basically a marketplace and other companies can buy into the items for their own production process. So rag companies who need clean, um, generally like undyed certain types of fabrications, they can buy into items and take them for their rag process, which are used in a lot of hospitals or hospitality. And then there's other partners who can also buy into that. So in some cases, it can actually be donation centers or other charities might buy in because they see items, you know, through these handlers that they can actually resell at a profit. They can also go to, you know, other companies who will repurpose the items into something else. So upcycling in a way, you know, whether it's like quilts or whatever the case may be. And then there's also the downcycler processes who will break everything down into a pulp, which in the industry is called shoddy. And that becomes a variety of different things these days. So it could be, you know, the inside of your car seat, it could be insulation, you know, it could be, you know, mattresses, you know, inside of mattresses or, you know, lower income housing, you know, there's a whole variety of ways in which those items are used. So the important thing to know, which a lot of people don't understand is that there's money that kind of changes hands once it gets into that recycling stream. And the great thing is that because everyone's buying into that effectively, they're incentivized to not, you know, throw anything away because they're basically throwing away their own cash. So it's a little bit of a safety net that we have, like, well, we trust our partner and we've looked under the hood with them. You know, we've filmed at their locations. We've seen what's been going on. We also know the downstream partners because there's cash changing hands. You know that they're going to be maximizing their investment and making sure that nothing goes to landfill. And, you know, they get, they're obviously their end goal out of it themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of what happens behind the scenes. I'm not sure if you had more questions or you want to extrapolate on any of that. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And I think that that answers a lot of questions and gives people an idea of the different methods or different ways that these items can be given another life. And Mm -hmm. the fact that it is so varied, I think is amazing. Another thing that I think is really great and, and I'll be honest, I know I put this in the notes, but when I'm working with clients, my clients tend to fall into two camps. Those that say like, why should I pay for that? And those who are like, I really want to keep that out of the landfill. This is worth Mm -hmm. it. Thank you. And on my end, I'm like, my, my job isn't to, you know, pass judgment about the decisions, but just kind of facilitate what they need. But to go back to the cost, logistically speaking, I know how much you guys are doing on the back end for what ends up Mm -hmm. being a very small fee when you're thinking about 
the shipping involved, the sorting, the moving. Can you speak a little bit into like how you guys are able to make that happen for such a low price? Yeah. I mean, thank you so much for shedding light on that, to be honest, because I think it is important to talk about a lot. Even in the tank, you know, some of the sharks were saying, I think you should be a nonprofit. Well, we are a for-profit business. Like, you know, we're obviously trying to grow and, you know, we're mission driven. So we're trying to get the word out about doing the right thing. But yes, we're trying to make a little bit of money along to fuel our business and keep growing. So yeah, absolutely. There is a lot of cost that's involved around the freight in particular and anyone who runs a business that has a freight component right now will understand that the cost of that has grown exponentially in the last year and then yeah with our recycling partner like honestly you know they have humans that are sorting every single retail bag by hand and then packaging up those items to go to the different streams that I just mentioned so there is a lot of like hands-on involvement and obviously that you know those people you know, get paid their salary, et cetera. So, you know, that's just a couple of touch points that's in the mix. And to be candid with you, when we were setting up Retold, there were a lot of companies who we approached to say, hey, would you partner with us on this recycling startup? You know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send you these yellow bags in the post, like one off, and we need you to gather them and then go through them and sort them. And they're like, yeah, 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 no, that's great. Yep, yep, sure. And then when we came back around and we're like, okay, we're ready to do a beta with you and test this out. They're like, well, hang on a second, but you're going to pre-sort everything, right? I'm going to get like a yellow bag for jeans and then a yellow bag for white t-shirts and whatever. And we're like, oh no. And then we would talk through the financials for them. You know, a lot of it didn't make sense. So it really took us a long time to find the right recycling partner where the economics would make sense because they already had a lot of established process that we were just piggybacking on as opposed to getting another company to rewire what they were doing to fold us in effectively. So that's honestly a lot of the reason why we can make it work is because we just managed to find the right partner and who we also love working with. And they are also such a champion for retold and let us test crazy ideas and do things that are unconventional in the recycling industry, such as sending mixed bags of things through the post and then having to manually go through them and sort them. So yeah, there is a lot of complexity there, but obviously, you know, we're all about our mission and trying to get people to keep those items out of landfill. And so we don't want to make the price prohibitive. So we try and keep things as lean and mean as we can, but obviously still making a little bit of profit behind the scenes. And I guess the only other thing I would say is like, of course, there are people who don't see the value in putting things in a bag or they already have a very established resale process for themselves. Like I personally sell some items on different websites that I know that I can make money back off. I also, you know, have a practice of things that I think are really good quality that, like I said, I will hand me down to friends or maybe some things I think would be great to a charity store. And so I can get rid of those. But for me, it's the convenience of being able to put everything else or if I really don't have time, just put everything into my retail bags and send them off. And for people who really don't see the value at all, my question would be, you know, what are you doing with your old underpants or the bra where the underwires come out or that skanky t-shirt that you have worn to the gym many, many times? You know, you've got to get rid of that. And frankly, it's irresponsible to try and give that to a charity store because it's going to be a burden for them. And frankly, no one else wants that stuff. So 
please, please, please don't put it in landfill and just try getting a retail bag for fourteen fifty. And even if you're just putting those odds and ends in, it'll last you a while and I think you'll see the value. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. What happens when we don't recycle our textiles? Because that's the flip side of the coin, right? It's Mm -hmm. sure we can just toss them, but then what happens after that? Because we've got a climate crisis on our hands. Totally. Yeah, it's emissions. It's the sheer space of the landfills encroaching on us effectively. You know, it's the soil. You know, it it impacts the environment in so many different ways and ways in which I think, you know, science is still actually understanding now. And, you know, when you have a massive landfill problem that's on the back end of the problem, you know, um, you know, you also then really need to think about sort of what's happening on the production side upfront as well, because if you're ignoring landfill, then you're likely also ignoring some bad practices on the front end. And all of that combined is just a bit of a mess in the textile industry, to be honest. And the great news is there are a lot of companies out there who are really starting to be very responsible and very passionate about doing things in an eco-friendly way, which is awesome. But yeah, unfortunately, we still have a humongous problem with millions and millions of tons of clothing alone being dumped in landfills every year. So it's a huge opportunity for us to do the right thing and at least give items a second life. Just try and use things one more time in a different capacity or send them to us and we can do that for you. And that would be a dramatic help. I love it so much. Before I let you go today, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners that you would like to make sure that they know about you or retold or your mission, anything? Yeah. I mean, we've always got so much educational information on our Instagram. So definitely check us out at Retold Recycling on IG or come on our website. We're always up for a chat in DMs or you can use the chat bot that's on our website if you'd like to get more information. Where We love when customers want to, we call it looking under the hood, when they want to really dive deep on sort of what we're doing with things and what the opportunities are. So yeah, please interact with us. We're here to help. And, you know, the final words that I just say is that it's actually very, very easy to start a recycling practice. And I love so much that you do that with your clients and just introduce it in a very low key way in that you can just have this bag simply in your home. And you might just, like you said, start with rags or you can start with your old undies and feel good about yourself that you've diverted those items from landfill. So I just would love to see everyone jump on retold and order even just a solo bag for $14.50 and start there and start doing the right thing for the environment. I love it. And I'm going to tell you guys, the bags are bright. They're beautiful. They're fun. It's easy. The subscription service is amazing. And as somebody who had to cancel their subscription so then I could go to the bulk purchases, I can say with confidence that the customer service team is very easy to work with, very responsive, and just a wonderful group all around. Oh, thank you so much. I love to hear that. Yes, we're very passionate about our customer service, even though we're a very lean and mean team. 
Mm-hmm. And we have had a lot of customer service inbounds because of Shark Tank, so bear with us. <laughs> but yes, we aim to please. And you know, if you need any help at all, you can always get in touch. Amazing. We will absolutely have your website and your Instagram in the show notes too. So be sure to check that out. And if you have any questions, if you're listening to this episode and you want to hear me rant even more about how much I love retold, feel free to reach out because I'm happy to. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Maybe we just need to get a quote from you and just like pop it on the homepage. We'll just like broadcast. (laughs) I feel like you're our number one advocate. Love it so much. I'm in. Carly, you're the best. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming, Amelia. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, Thank you so much. And again, thank you for your passion about Retold. You are amazing. Thank you. The awesome team from Retold Recycling has given our listeners a special discount. So head to retoldrecycling.com and use Tidy Revival 10 to get 10% off of your order. Again, that's Tidy Revival 10 at retoldrecycling.com. Thanks so much to the Retold team for this special offer. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to learn more about how I can help you, head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process private community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest show. We would also love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean. Title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got this.